Now this goes out to all of my beautiful people. I'm Jay Star, you know it's nice to meet ya. 745 a.m. Catch me on the morning meetup. Hosted by David Shane's. Get it, let's get it, let's get it. Um today, so I gotta be. I'm gonna we'll do some like we'll do like um like realizations and aha moments at the end because I have a doctor's appointment at nine and it takes me 15 minutes to get there. So I'm off here at eight. Y'all only got me for 30 minutes, okay? Y'all, y'all only gotta tolerate me for 30 minutes. Y'all okay with that? All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so today's topic. Today's topic. Um, how to have bigger ideas. Do me a favor, do me a favor in the chat, put the big idea that you have in the chat. What is your big idea? What is your big idea? Put it in the chat. What is your big, what's the big idea? Okay, okay. It's a big outcome, a million in a day. It's a big outcome, but what's the big idea? What's the big idea? I just wanna see, just see kind of like what level, what level we're on in terms of thought. Beauty supply franchise. Good, good. So empower youth around the world through dance. I love it. Uh, oh, happy birthday, Nella. Just saw that. Nationwide laundry on the way. All right. Okay. Okay. A brand that inspires globally, creating a fitness empire, multimedia studio for independent broadcasting, my family taken care of. Okay. Uh, host a free webinar. Host a free webinar. That's a big idea. We want a big idea. Okay. 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 All right, cool. Now, we all put in the chat what the big idea is. Now, double it. Double it. What would be the double of that big idea? So, some of you say, yo, to do a webinar. Well, the big idea is to do two webinars. Is that as big as we see? Let's double it. Let's double it. Some of you say, y'all want to have a franchise. Well, that means we have two franchises. Let's double it. I don't know what what is what does double it look like? What does double it look like? Wealthy Haiti then. Okay. Ooh, a wealthy Haiti. Okay. Inspiring aliens. I wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> 15 total, 20 marketplaces. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 I really, 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 really want to see how big you think. And you should want to see how big you think too. So I don't have a whole lot of time this morning, but I do want to talk about um, how to have a big idea. Big success is coming from big ideas. Let's think about some people that you know who have, name, name the people that you can think of who have the biggest ideas, whether it's people that you know, people that you don't know. Who are some big thinkers? They just got big ideas. Kanye, call them crazy. But people who think so big are often going to be called crazy. Elon Musk, the audacity of this man. Elon, he sees it so big. Jay-Z, Diddy, got it, got it. I don't know who Jeff is, but Jeff, LeBron James, Bezos, Bezos. So some of us probably would have never, ever thought Amazon. The only difference between you, oh, Jeff was the Jeff. Okay, gotcha. The only difference between you and Jeff is he thought a little bigger. If somebody here has a, a 
retail store, a local retail store. The only difference between you and Jeff Bezos is he just thought a little bigger. It's not like there's like different, like they have a different ability. And I'm, I'm giving this call in, when I was preparing the call, I was preparing it for me, not you. Okay. Because I don't, my ideas aren't nearly as big as they should be. Full transparency. My ideas aren't nearly as big. And some of y'all, shout out to y'all. Y'all put my name in the chat. But my ideas aren't nearly as big. And I'm trying to expand my thinking. So as I'm putting this, this conversation together, now I think a little bigger than I used to think. Um, obviously, when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, I had to see it a little bigger. I remember talking to one of my mentors. And I told him, he said, what's the goal? I said, I want to have... I want to I want to have my clothing, my T-shirt brand in one store in every major city in the country. My big goal. Every major city in the country. How many major cities we got? Let's just say 50. Let's say 50. And let's say that. Um, and this ain't like I wasn't saying. I want to have it in every Macy's in the country or every Foot Locker in the country. I'll just say, saying, I want to have my shirts in a store in every major city in the country. Now, check this out. I'm just going to do some quick math real quick. I had a store in Atlanta where they average selling maybe one shirt a day. If I was to duplicate that, I would sell 50 t-shirts a day. Now, check this out, 50 t-shirts every single day. If they're selling the t-shirts for $25, that's $1,250 a day. That's good. The problem is I don't get the whole 25. Out of the 25, it's costing me $7 to print the shirt. Meaning I have $18 profit. Typically, when I go in and negotiate with the store, I'm giving them 50%. So we would have to subtract from the $18 profit. They get nine, I get nine. Typically, if we're doing consignment. It's even worse if they buy it up front because if they buy it up front, because they're going to sell it for 25, I was selling them the shirts for, for uh, $12. But check this out. If I'm selling a store, a shirt for $12, that costs me seven, I make $5 profit. Meaning if I'm selling one shirt every single day in 50 stores, if I have $5, I will make $250 a day. $250 a day, if the store is open typically six days, if they're like these small boutiques, but let's just say seven days, $250 a day times seven days is $1,750 a week times 52 weeks, it's $91,000 a year. I didn't even see how my big idea wasn't even six figures. 91,000. Profit. I, didn't, I just didn't see it big enough. And my mentor said to me, that's it. When I told him, he didn't even go through the numbers and all that. Like, I was like, y'all want to have my clothes and a major store a store in every major city in the country. He said, that's it. Immediately, he said, that's it. Really? 
why not Macy's where they have stores everywhere? Why not global distribution? Why don't, why don't you see it? And I argued with them and I said, well, I don't want Macy's because I want it to be, uh, I want it to be somewhat exclusive. And I go through this whole presentation of how Macy's, they sell brands that die. You know what I mean? It's not like I want my joint to be boutique fashion. I just, I was, and I was fighting against a big idea because my ideas are so small. <laughs> you ever find yourself fighting against a big idea? But you think in your head that your ideas are so big, you can't even expand it. But being around that conversation long enough, it starts to expand and start to expand and start to expand. And then I started seeing a little bigger. Let me get to my, let me get to my presentation of my notes, okay? Here's what I do know. Your hands, and this is a bar, this is a bar. Your hands will not produce anything bigger than what's in your head. Your hands will not produce anything bigger than what's in your head. It's not like your hands will go make you, like your ability is going to make you a millionaire if your mind doesn't see million. Your mouth may see it, meaning you can say, I want to make a million dollars. But in your mind, you don't believe it. The idea that you're working on isn't even big enough for your hands to go out and produce it. So I need us to understand that. We have to think a little bigger. We have to make the idea a little bigger. Just throw it in the chat real quick. If you realize through this last three minutes of conversation that the idea that you put in the chat is just not big enough. For who you are, for one, I need you to understand that you are a queen, you are a king, you are royalty. Would a king or a queen, would their big idea be six figures? Like I'm talking about like a king or a queen. I'm talking about royalty. Prince, Prince Diana, Princess Diana. Like I'm talking about the queen of England. <laughs> it's not, it's like past money at this point. I would say, hey, I want to make some money. So I got a financial goal, so I think a good idea is to launch a, a podcast challenge. Well, my goal, and I didn't, I didn't even see it this way, but I am so I'm mission driven right now. I truly believe that everybody needs to start a podcast. Everybody, and I speak with conviction, and I'm on a mission to help a thousand people create their podcast. Now. I understand that if I have a thousand people launch their podcast, out of this thousand, there's going to be some Oprah's and Steve Harvey's created, and I'm going to be attached to that. Now, I even understand that a thousand is so small, but that's as big as I can see right now, honestly. But as I keep walking, I know we just eclipsed a thousand. We got to go to 10,000 and we got to go to a hundred thousand podcasts created. And I want, I want, it's not about me being a great. I just want to be attached to the great. I want to be a part of every successful person's story, whether they are the host of the show and they go on and make multiple, multiple, multiple millions, or they were inspired by a show that came from my 
podcast tree and they were inspired by that and they became super successful. What I understand is that if I have a big enough mission, the money will come. If I have the idea that's big enough, the money will come. I don't know if Jeff Bezos ever calculated billions. He just probably just saw it real big. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what my what my spread is going to be on someone like me starting an Amazon store and I make some money in the cut. He didn't see all that. I don't know if Steve Jobs saw what the world that the world when he first started. You think Steve Jobs saw that the whole world would be like everybody would would fight over his products and defend his products. I don't know if he I don't know if he saw it that big. In terms of, I don't, well, I, I, maybe he saw that, but I don't know if he saw billion dollar valuation. It was a, yo, at the end of the pot, the, um, the Steve Jobs movie, my man looked at a computer and looked at speakers and said, I wonder if we can put the speakers in the screen. And then the screen speaks. Remember, y'all remember? I don't know if y'all remember, Brandon, you might remember. Just me and you. <laughs> it was a box. It was a box and then a keyboard. And then speakers hung outside. You had to connect the speakers on the outside of the computer. If you wanted to hear what the computer was saying. I know some of you young. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't remember that. Steve looks at it and says, yo, why can't we put the speakers in the screen and just have the screen? It didn't have speakers. Why can't we do that? It is see something so big. All right, so let me let me get to my notes. Listen, success is the total number, the the total sum of the problems you solve. I believe, I believe, success is the total sum of the amount of problems you solve. Listen, let's take this note: little problem, little success. Big problems, big success. Little problems. Little success, big problems, big success. Some of us are so hung up on solving little problems. And we're frustrated at the little success. But it's all being rooted from the size of these little problems. The, the problems are so small that we're solving. They're so small. Yo, so look, when I started my t-shirt company, it wasn't about, okay, initially I'm seeing there's a problem. I don't have any money and I need to make some money. Problem. There's some things that I want that I can't get right now working at the Cheesecake Factory. So I start calculating $25 at a time. I can sell t-shirts $25 at a time. And I had little success, marginal success. I'm out there busting my butt to sell these $2 wristbands and $25 t-shirts, which nobody was really giving me $25. Everybody wanted to give me 20. And the way they would get me is like, yo, let me get one for 20, man. I'm like, all right, I'll do one for 20. And once I commit to that, they say, okay, how much for two of them? <laughs> they knew they wanted to, but because I was just trying to make a buck, they could feel that. Small problems, little problem, little success. I mean, I had, I had this little problem where I just want to make some more money. 
You know when the tables turn for me in my business? The tables turn when the problem changed. I got so passionate about the problem of like entrepreneurship and people living in their passion. Global entrepreneur. I, I saw that there is a problem. I see it creeping. This is 2010. It wasn't, it wasn't like all the way just cool to be a, or popular to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't like that in 2010 when I started. But I just feel something. I'm like, yo, there are people who they're frustrated at the advancement of their jobs. They're not getting the advancement that they want during their, on, you know, on their job. There's these people that just keep talking about these ideas, but not brave enough to do it. And I wanted to set people free. So my message of sleep is for suckers in my t-shirt brand, it wasn't about, yo, buy this shirt. It's a cool shirt. I stopped talking about how it matches your sneakers. And I started going internal because I know you're having a problem with motivation and inspiration. And one of the biggest problems is you sleep all day. And sleeping in a bed, one, but sleeping on yourself, too. So I'm going in. I... The problem is so huge. There's millions of people around the world who want to go from their job to their dream. I can do that. I can affect that. I can get people to stop sleeping. Then it became a global problem. And once I saw it bigger, I stopped taking $15 for t-shirts. Because now I see this as the, 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 the answer to your question, the answer to your prayers why would I sell the answer to your prayers for 15 bucks? I need the whole 25. I still did two for 40 though. You know what I mean? Two for 40 is just a good number. <laughs> but I just, I just started seeing it bigger than, let me just sell a t-shirt. So I'd outline the problems that I saw. So check this out. I got some, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Um, I think the problem is you want to solve, you want to pay your rent. And uh, it's just not a big problem to solve. So do me a favor, in the chat, in the chat, in the chat, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, what's the problem that you solve? What is the problem that you solve? What is the problem that you solve? Throw it in the chat, throw it in the chat, throw it in the chat, throw it in the chat. What is the problem that you solve? What is the problem that you solve? Throw it in the chat real quick. I want you to think through this. What is the problem that you solve? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Throw it in the chat, throw it in the chat. I just want to know what the problem is you saw. Help people turn thoughts into books. Isn't that needed? Help people establish effective habits. But that's that's what you do. That That's not a problem that you solve. Right now, the world needs more voices. And I know no matter how articulate someone is, there are going to be a group of people who don't resonate with that super articulate person. The world needs more voices. The world is hurting right now. And we need somebody to connect with. Listen, we're in a social media world where we don't know what's real and what's fake. And we can only see what we see. Everything is edited. How many people, when you post on Instagram a picture you automatically swipe left and do Valencia. <laughs> What's your favorite filter? What's your favorite filter? Like automatically. 
You don't use no filters. <laughs> the pet look that Paris joint hit, don't it? <laughs> Everything's edited, but yo, people need something real. They want an unedited conversation because on Instagram we can take a clip out of it, and it's like, yo, this person's amazing. But like, people need a long dialogue to just hear and feel this person on a regular basis and consume, and they feel like, yo, I'm not alone. This is a problem that the world is having. Podcasting is solving a problem. There's some people that are so, like, there's so much bottled up. There's so much bottled up because there's only so much you can say in 140 characters on Twitter. or There's only so much you can say in a caption. There's, almost, there's only so much you can say in a quote. I'm setting people free. I'm mission-driven in this podcasting thing. This is not selling you on the launch a podcast challenge. However, even though somebody's probably going to put it in the chat for you to join the Launcher Podcast Challenge. However, big problems. Big problems. Okay, all right, listen. Here's, a, here's another one, because I only got um, eight minutes. Stop engaging in small-minded activities. Stop engaging in small-minded activities, things that don't require you to think. Stop engaging in small-minded activities, which are things that don't require you to think. What are some things that don't require you to think? Scrolling on Instagram. It doesn't require a bunch of thought. Sit down, watch TV. It does not require you to think. Going to the club does not require you to think. It just requires you to be. That's cool. Some of you sit down and you, you just sit there and smoke hookah. It doesn't require much thought unless you're trying to figure out what flavor you're going to smoke hookah or you're going to like blend flavors. Now, that used to be a problem for me. I'm trying to figure out what like flavors I'm going to mix and match. It's not, we got we, we to gotta limit these small-minded activities because some things just don't require you to think. And if we, know, if we don't think, we'll never think. If we're not prompted to think, I read this book. It's called, um, hold on. Oh, hold on. Now, I, I didn't read the whole thing, but it's a really good book. The Art of Strategy. It's a game theorist guide to success in business and life. And they got all these mental games. It's like, it's called game theory. Where um, just... It's a long book. It's a really long book. And I, would, I wouldn't dare do that to y'all. Because <laughs> this, be, this would be the only book we read for the rest of the year. So I ain't going to do that to y'all. And I didn't get through it. However, the, the, the book requires you to think because it's these mental games that are being played. And you got to like really put your mind on it. This is the kind of stuff that stimulates our thinking. Stimulate our, our thoughts. Okay. All right, cool. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at on time? Okay. All right. We've got um, a few more minutes. Next, next, next. Solve problems that force you to think. Solve problems that force you to think. Solve problems that force you to think. But here's the, here's the key. Don't stop at frustration. 
we are in a in a world where if if we're starting if we begin to solve a problem that requires us to think what happens is our brains get fatigued and we stop i want you to remember this and i want you to like hear my voice when you're in front of a problem that you it's just so it's so mentally taxing i want you to remember it's working <laughs> it's working if you don't get so frustrated that you need a break and you want to stop that means it's not working easily solvable problems will keep you from thinking big because you're just not used to your brain working like that because what i'm hoping you get addicted to is problem stress stress it's not working ah we have a breakthrough it works Oh crap. And then you, you approach it again. You approach something else. Problem, frustration. You remember, oh, well, if I'm frustrated, this is probably working. Then you have a breakthrough. Bang, it works. And I hope you get addicted to that because what's going to happen is you're going to find bigger problems to solve, bigger frustrations, because the, the things that were big frustrations, they're simple to you now. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like, a th imagine a third grader there's like certain problems that a third grader is like frustrated on. They're just, they're over it. This whole third grade thing. Like the, the problems are so hard. And then you learn it. And then what happens is once you get good at it, you go to another grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. But what happens is once we find some problems that are comfortable for us to solve, we stay in the third grade, 30 years old. I'm only solving the problems that I know how to solve that doesn't require much thought or frustration or pressure for me. Imagine that. Imagine an 18 year old saying, nope, I'm not going to fourth grade. Third's good for me. I own this third grade stuff. Anybody ever been at a job for a long period of time? You get there, you're frustrated, you're trying to figure it out, you're trying to make it right. And then you get your groove going and you figure out the job and then it becomes mundane. And then next thing you know, you've been there for 40 years. Next thing you know. <laughs> you know, like some people like, um, yeah, man, I met this person. We started talking. Next thing you know, I got three kids. Like, hold on, there was some stuff in there. There was some stuff in there. But because the time went so fast with no challenges. Okay. All right, cool. All right, let me give you some hacks real quick. Let me give you, let me give you some uh, some homework. Let me give you some homework, okay? Y'all ready for the homework? Uh, all right, let me uh, get off Instagram Live because they ain't, they ain't in the morning meetup. <laughs> all right, cool. Leave video. All right, cool. Number one, I want you to write down the problem you solve. Write down the problem you solve. Write down the problem that you solve. I got to go. I got a doctor's appointment. I want you to write down the problem that you solve. Number two, number two, how big is the problem? Just evaluate, how big is the problem? Write down the problem, then I want you to evaluate, how big is the problem that you solve? Number three, can you be the global leader or the global solver of this problem? Is there a way that you can be a global leader or a global solver of this problem? I just want you to ask yourself the questions. I just want you to ask yourself the questions and give it a little exercise, okay? Lastly, how many people will you need to employ to solve it? How many who's? Y'all thought I forgot about who not how, right? 
How many who's do you need to solve this global problem? Who do you need? Who do you need? I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find the, the CEO of like YouTube and like, like these podcast distributions, like Anchor, like the, the CEO or the president of Anchor. Let me find that person. Because there's a, there's a global problem that I want to solve. I can't do it myself. Uh, me and Jen can't do it. You know what I mean? Like me and Jen can do a lot together. Right, but there's certain things that me and Jen, I'm talking about me and Jay can take on half the world, but the, for the other half, we're gonna need some help. <laughs> we're gonna need some help, man. All right, so look, man. Number one, write down the problem you solve. Number two, evaluate how big the problem is. Number three, um, ask yourself, can you be the global leader? Can you put this problem on your back and set the people free? Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and some of these greats, Harriet Tubman. Uh, 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 Sojourner Truth, uh, 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 W.E.B. Du Bois, um, 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 W.E. Gurley, um, 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 uh, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, these people put a problem on their back and say, yo, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I got it, y'all. Y'all can chill. Listen, y'all relax. I got this. Okay. I'm putting the problem on my back and then they become great. Long after they're gone, we're still talking about how they went straight at the problem, a big problem. Rosa said, listen, I got it. There's, there's discrimination here. I got it. Don't worry about it. Who am I going to need? Who am I going to need? Rosa says, oh, oh, I know this preacher in Atlanta. I need that. Come on, let's rock. Okay. I think Malcolm saw it. I think Malcolm saw it because at the end of his life, he was like, oh, my who? I need Martin. I know I've been talking bad about you, bro, but what's up? Let's collab. Let's collab. All right. I got to go because I have a diet appointment in health as well. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.